the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones. And as you all know, owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business. And also we have our foundation, Next Steps for Seniors Foundation, the 501c3. So let us not forget about that. So this week, we have a phenomenal topic for you that everyone's going to want to hear. And I want you to stay tuned because I'm going to do words of wisdom from Wendy at the end of the program. Uh, But Right now, we're starting with retirement planning for our sweet seniors. And everyone's like, well, I'm not a senior. I'm only 65. Well, 62 and older is technically a senior. I hate to be the one to tell you that. In some places, you can get a a discounted coffee for 55 and older. So you just got to kind of wrap your arms around it. We're all aging. This is what happens. Nobody's any different than anybody else in the world. So that being said... I have a guest in the studio today, and his name is Jim Peters. And Jim is extremely knowledgeable when it comes to long-term planning, investing, retirement, money, 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 I'm going to call it, because we all have lots of questions. We all want to know more, and there's so much information out there. So I'm blessed to have Jim with me today. He's with RPG Asset Management. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. Thank you for being here. So tell our listeners, because you've got 40 years of experience, and you only look like you're 49. So tell our (laughs) listeners, how is it you have 40 years experience? (laughs) Well, uh, you you start 40 years ago and keep working. (laughs) But your experience entails what? Give us a little background. So um, um, I actually started, I'm a CPA by background, so I was actually a practicing CPA and tax partner for 15 years. And um, because of what I did in that field, it led to a transition into the investment management field. Um, so 
the two had a tie-in, and of course, everybody knows the CPAs. It's, it's a wonderful field, and a lot, of, know a lot, lot. of financial yes. knowledge because of that. And um, really, for the last thirty-six years, so we're probably we're now over the forty-year mark. Uh, I've been in the investment side of the business, and uh, really brought a lot of those disciplines to how we manage investment pools of money. Mm-hmm. And of course, the planning process that precedes that. Well, an RPG utilizes a proactive form of investment management known as the tactical al- asset allocation. So that's exclusively utilizing low-cost, tax-efficient exchange trade funds, correct? That's correct. So or ETFs, as ETFs. they're commonly known. Yes. So so we're curious because, you know, the, the whole world right now, at least, you know, in my husband's world and probably, you know, most people who are trying to plan for retirement, they're kind of, you know, freaking out, right? Because the market hasn't been the, gra- the greatest. So this is going to be a good conversation for all of us because we're going to talk about retirement investing risks. Mm-hmm. So share with us like your thoughts and and give us some some kind of key steps. Everybody get your pen and paper out because we're going to get some good information here. <laughs> right. Well, I, I think um, you can really boil investment risks, if you will, especially in retirement. I want to do that specifically mm-hmm. invest in retirement investing risk to two broad categories. Um, the first one is you're not getting a high enough investment return for what you need to sustain your goals through your retirement years. And that may sound obvious, but you'd be surprised that a lot of planning does not result in a calculation for the investor of the return they need to earn or their required rate of return in order to achieve all these goals that we've set out. So it's good to do all the goal planning, but you have to reduce it to a calculation that says, all right, you need to earn X percent on average per year over the next 15, 20, 25 years. And if you don't have that number, um, you are probably not going to have enough money. You're going to run out. Absolutely. You're going to run out. The flip side of it is large investment losses are, now that may seem like an obvious risk, but with large investment losses, you also can run out of money, but for a different reason. Because if you're in retirement, and if you are drawing down on your retirement funds to support your living, mm-hmm. and you are drawing down during during periods of substantial investment losses, right? your money, your losses compound because what happens? That money you took out, it's not there anymore to go back up in value. So that money you've taken out is now a permanent loss. And it has the effect mathematically of compounding the decline in the value of your funds. So not having the right rate of return that you need to earn, and then on the flip side, incurring larger than acceptable levels of losses given the level of withdrawals that you're taking out of your retirement funds. Right. And would you base that on a percentage or not necessarily? What's that? A, the the acceptable loss. Like I'm no. down 25%. No, no, no. Okay. No, it depends on each each person's situation. Gotcha. It depends on what percentage of your retirement funds you're drawing out annually. That will help set what is the maximum percentage loss that's tolerable in your situation. 
Um, and so, and I might add, so this is where the issue of tactical asset allocation comes in with our investment style. Um, we know there's changing economic cycles. We're undergoing that right now in yes, this country. Yes, we do know this. <laughs> okay. In different economic cycles, different asset groups, asset classes do better than others. And what do I mean by an asset class? Uh, stocks are an asset class. Bonds are an asset class. Commodities are an asset class. Real estate is an asset class. And even within stocks and bonds and commodities, uh, there's different asset classes. So in stocks, you can have large company stocks or small company stocks. You can have growth stocks, you know, like the big internet companies and uh, the and the Amazons and the Apples and all that. Or you can have uh, small company uh, stocks that are of uh, value, more sensitive to the economic cycles. So the point of it is, and with bonds, I would like to say it's one of my favorite topics. Not all bonds are the same. People think bonds are a homogeneous asset class. Bonds are bonds. No, they fall into two broad categories. Bonds that are sensitive to the changing economic cycles and bonds that are sensitive to changing interest rates. And they, they move in literally the opposite direction. So the point is this. Our proprietary research is designed to forecast the economic cycles. And when the cycles are changing, we see the changes coming up, we begin moving out of the asset classes that will go out of favor for the next one, two, or three years, and into the asset classes that will come into favor for the next couple of years. And as a result of that, it's intended to minimize losses in the down cycles while still participating in the up cycles. And, and I see, and people say, well, that sounds like that's hard to do. And the answer is it's very hard to do. But we've got 22 years of... Well, um, you're the expert, but that's why you're here. <laughs> yes. Well, we, we have 22 years of verified uh, track record. So we've been doing it a long time. Um, it's, our research is proprietary, and it was designed to be able to make those uh, forecasts, if you will. And and I would say that if any of you listening are in businesses, you intuitively know this is what businesses do all the time. I mean, businesses see the cycles changing. They hire employees or they fire employees. They bring a new product on or they take a product off. They open a plant or they close a plant. So the there's no reason the that same. your investments ought not to be doing the same type of thing. And that's that's the whole tactical asset allocation that you're it, talking it about. It is fascinating. And I would think think about this beyond just business. Economic cycles change, but guess what? Life cycles change. How is it that your investments would never change? Mm-hmm. There no, you go. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm just going to throw this out there. Is it true, too, though, the younger you are, they say you can take more risk with these changes versus as you get older, maybe you want to be a little more conservative? Uh, That's a correct statement in the sense that when you're younger, you have more years to recover the losses. But keep in mind, even in down markets, people say, well, I still lost money. But if you lost only half as much as somebody else did, you're going to come back in value twice as fast. Okay, which means you're ultimately so many years down the road uh, likely to have the amount of money you need or more money than you would have had had you lost twice as much as what you did. I mean, this is all a compounding exercise. Mm -hmm. So but absolutely, when you're younger, you do have more years to recover. 
So Jim, I would love you to share a phone number with our listeners in case they're interested in calling our, in your office, right? Or, or, um, wanting to reach out to you because I think that what you're talking about is genius, obviously. Mm Mm-hmm. What's a, what's a good number for them to reach? Well, well they're, they're, the best number to call at is the, uh, our, our, our main number with the firm, and that's 866-726-5150. I think that's the best number to get that okay. way. They'll, you, they'll find me no matter where I am and what's going on. Yeah, Jim Peters, I heard him on the radio, Next Steps for Seniors, yep. it? and they'll find him. But yep. yes, this is, you know, and I appreciate you being here and talking through this because it's, a, first of all, it's a good time. It's January, right? We're at the beginning of the year. But the second thing is because the market has been a little volatile, not going to lie. We all know that. So why not take advantage of having this expertise here? We'll be back in just a few moments. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. Our topic today, retirement planning for seniors. And yes, if you're 65 and older, you are a senior. (laughs) Actually, 62 and older. I'm going to go on a ledge and say that. Um, I was recording one week, and I had a listener call, and she's 73 years old, and I was talking to her on the phone, and she said, you know, Wendy, I've been listening to your program for about six years, and I just realized you're talking to me. <laughs> She's like, I'm a senior. She's like, I never look at myself like that. So I'm throwing that out there because when I say retirement planning for seniors, yeah, I'm talking to you. Okay. So just FYI, uh, if you're 62 and older, I'm talking to you. Okay. So moving, and Jim Peters is here with us in case you're just tune, turning in, tuning in. He is with RPG Asset Management. And just a wealth of knowledge. He's been in the industry for 40 years, has a lot of experience. And I I really, listeners, this is good information for all of us um, to know. But I think one of the important things is uh, your your firm, Jim, works with other people. Like if someone has a financial planner or a wealth advisor, all they need to do is make an introduction to you. And then you could help them with the tactical asset allocation that you just talked about. Correct. That, that, that's correct. So we enter into an agreement if their financial. If they already have if, one. Yeah. If their financial planner, their financial advisor, um, firm likes what we do and they feel like this would be a good fit to help them with some of their clients, we just enter into an agreement, and that allows them to use our separately managed accounts as a solution for some of their clients. Yeah, which is fantastic. Right. Yes, very exciting. Good stuff. I'm learning a lot, by the way. <laughs> okay, so moving into our second segment, let's talk a little bit about long-term care. Uh, in my world, with what we do every day, is we help seniors, when they can no longer live at home, find the right option, whether it's home care or moving into a community and assisted living. And those are all private pay. And those are average $5,000 a month. People don't realize, everyone thinks everything's covered under insurance, Jim, and it's not. It's all private pay unless you're in a nursing home on Medicaid, mm-hmm. which is for very low-income people. You prefer not to do that if you if you can avoid it. But because of that, all the calls that come in are always like, oh, I have to pay for that? I didn't know I had to pay for that. I don't have that kind of money. So I love getting the words out ahead of time. Right when you're in your 60s, now you can plan for when you're in your 80s. So long-term care is a huge topic in my spirit because 
this is what I, this is my world. This is what I talk. I'm talking to people every day. And, and I would say 50% of the people that call my office say they don't have enough money to move into an assisted living. That's a lot of people. And I'm, I'm in Rochester. I'm in Oakland County. Now people call us from all over Michigan, but I think it's important that people understand this. So that's why I'm glad you're here to talk a little bit about, you know, providing for your long-term care as we age. And, and listeners, this is a time to save, not to spend when you're in these years, because you need to grow your money so you have enough to take care of yourself as you age. All right. That's right. That's right. So um, as you pointed out, Medicare only covers up to 100 days ultimately, in, in with, and you've got certain co-pays. And once you get by that, all of these extended care, assisted living, nursing homes, uh, whatever it is, that's money that either you are getting from an insurance policy that you own or you're getting from your own funds that you've accumulated. So let's think about providing for long-term care. There's two broad solutions. You can self-insure the risk or you can outsource the risk to an insurance company. So what is self-insuring the risk? And some people don't tend to think about this, but that's what we do with a car. You can insure your uh, risk about uh, repairs and uh, things after warranty, or you can outsource the risk and buy a warranty insurance policy. So that's, that's a decision that we make without thinking of it that way. We make it very often in many aspects of our life. So um, if you self-insure the risk, you're going to be utilizing, you're saying, I'm going to utilize my retirement savings, okay? I'm going to use my assets that I've accumulated, and I can draw down on them, and it will be sufficient to cover me for however many years I might need that care. Well, that's fine, and if you have enough assets to do that, that could make it easy, but you might want to consider um, inheritance considerations, bequeathing funds uh, to children, maybe you have a special needs child. Or maybe you have some important charities. So while you may be able to consume your retirement assets to support yourself, that's going to possibly be at the expense of not having assets left over to bequeath. So that's a consideration. Um, one of the ways that uh, we help people uh, afford the self-insuring approach, if you will, is what we call a tiered personal annuity uh, it's, a, it's an investment strategy that sets up different tiers, and it has the effect of lengthening the income streams. So this is not an insurance annuity. This is a, it, it's, it's a, what we call a, an it's annuity only because of the way the money flows out. But these are it's personal and private to you. It's a strategy that is geared exactly to what your time frames are and your income needs. And because it's not an insurance policy, it's 100% flexible. I mean, it can change if your world changes. And it's very low cost. All right. So that's one way to try and handle the self-insuring. Now, to outsource the risk, I guess that's the obvious one. Uh, there's long-term care insurance on the market. And so everybody's familiar with that. Um, there's different types of long-term care insurance out there, so you can do some planning uh, in, in terms of um, cost 
and the and the benefits and and what happens if I don't need the long term care insurance, but I've been paying that money in. Is there some way I can get a benefit back? So there's a number of different strategies out there, and which one is right is entirely dependent on your you know financial circumstances. Um, but one of the things that sometimes people don't think of is that they can choose to insure some of the risk, if not the whole risk. So maybe you're saying, okay, I want a policy that will provide 3000 a month coverage. And why? Because maybe that cost of insurance providing that level of coverage is enough that with your other assets, they can fill in the difference and, and you won't erode some of those um, bequeathing concepts at the end of life that you have in mind. And insurance companies, by the way, they do this all the time. It's called reinsurance. So insurance companies, when they take on a risk, sometimes they turn around and go to another insurance company and sell off a portion of that risk. And they they, they pay a premium to an insurance company to take X percent of their risk. Hmm, I did not know this. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a whole industry called the reinsurance industry. And, and so that's really kind of a concept that we're talking about here when you consider um, insuring part, if not whole. Um, and uh, again, one of the questions and I know you asked me is, gee, how do people afford the premiums on that? Well, there's a couple of ways, but um, again, that uh, tiered personal annuity strategy um, is a way that that can be set up so that a portion of those funds are paying the premiums in addition to paying the other life uh, or living expenses, if you will. And um, another alternative is, is just simply in your core investment strategy, uh, you restructure it to have a higher income percentage coming off of those assets, a higher percentage of income, dividends and interest than capital gains, because capital gains are unpredictable. So you don't know that. Right. when if you, want a, if you want some predictable income, then it has to come from uh, a predictable source, which is dividends and interest. Uh, so, uh, and, and again, there are investments out there that can generate a higher um, dividend and interest return than the typical stock investment. So, um, and, and so I think that whole world of insuring, I think Medicaid, as you talked about, you know, for, for people with maybe a net worth of 500000 or less, uh, you know, Medicaid may work out and be fine for people with a net worth of $2 million or more. Um, they probably feel like they could afford insurance easily if they want. The people in the middle, there's where the tough choices come from, and you've really got to do some planning, and that's where all these concepts come into play. Well, and I got to tell you, Jim, one of the biggest things that we hear, and, and listeners, this is good for you to know, husband and wife, Husband goes down and needs long-term care, and they have too much, so they're paying now for husband, right? So let's say it's seven, you know, six, seven thousand a month. So now wife is still living at the in the home, paying her bills and taking care of herself. Well, depending on how long husband lives, let's say it's five years. We just went through all the money for the wife now. So this is why a large percentage, I think, and a good option, like you said, if they fall between that income point, is the long-term care insurance because it's a protection. So we protect our cell phones if we lose them. We protect our cars if we get in an accident. Mm -hmm. I need you, listeners, this is very important, the percentage chance that you are going to need some type 
of long-term care in the future, whether it's home care, moving into a community. Before you pass, do you know it's 70%? 70% of the people are going to need some kind of care for themselves. Mm -hmm. So you tell me, is your life as important as your cell phone? I think so. We'll be back in a minute. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our Next Steps for Seniors, uh, talking about our financial situation, retirement planning for seniors. For those who are just tuning in, we have Jim Peters with us from RPG Asset Management. The corporate office is in Boston, but he has a local office based here in Metro Detroit. The phone number to uh, RPG Asset Management, 8 8- Six six seven two six five one five zero. You can ask for Jim Peters, and I'm sure be directed to him. But you know, Jim, you've given us so much information, and I got to tell you, it's been very, uh, very good information. Many of it, much of it, I didn't know. <laughs> and I love what you're offering to our listeners because we need to be more educated in this area. And I think it's important, you know, listeners. This is something that I, I say often plan like you're going to live to 100 years old. Now, if you pass at 80, okay, then you got some extra money. Mm -hmm. If you pass at 90, you have a little less extra, but you still have some. But don't plan like you're not going to live to 100 Mm -hmm. because that's when you run into problems, like 50% of the people that call my office. So I just am encouraging you to really, this is the time, this is the time to really look at those numbers and are you prepared for the future? So we're going to switch gears now and move into avoiding elder f- financial abuse, which is a huge topic. Uh, again, I get calls on this all the time. So tell us some of the warning signs, things that we should be thinking about when it comes to this financial abuse. Yes. So, yeah, this is definitely uh, something that you, you might see on a TV show and uh, think, well, that's just a TV show. It doesn't happen in real life. It, it, it does happen in real life. And it happens at all income and net worth levels. It's not something that's limited to a family with a $5 million estate. A family could have a $500,000 estate, and there is the potential for elder abuse, financial abuse. And the, the warning signs, uh, there's, there's really two, two different dimensions here. Um, in terms of the uh, individual themselves, uh, you really want to be looking for diminished cognitive abilities. So in other words, if, if they, they, they have got confusion with simple concepts, uh, repeating questions, memory loss, uh, difficulty with familiar tasks. Uh, we've seen this before. We see these signs. The importance of that is, is that that person could hurt themselves with financial decisions because they don't have the decision-making abilities that they once did. So, uh, and we'll come, we'll come to that in terms of how to, um, uh, what to do in that circumstance. The other side is when some third party is entering to possibly abuse the person, and we call that financial exploitation. So the first one is just diminished cognitive abilities. But the second issue is, financial exploitation. What would be those signs there? An unexpected addition of an authorized person on bank accounts or brokerage accounts. Uh, An unexpected change to beneficiaries, trustees, or powers of attorney. And by the way, on those first two, 
keep in mind, that could be a family member. This financial exploitation, I don't have the statistics, but I wouldn't be surprised that a high percentage is happening within family members. And so it doesn't have to be some stranger. Um, now, it can be an unknown individual becomes active in the elder's relationship. Okay, so that's certainly something that you want to watch for. And then I'd say last but not least, if you hear discussions of unusual or unexpected investments, you know, some great opportunity and you know, get rich quick, um, that's usually uh, always a good sign of caution in any circumstance. Any get, any get rich quick. <laughs> yeah. yes. yes. There's no get rich quick anywhere. Right. So, and then when, the, when you see it, run right. the other direction. Yeah. It, it, it's actually called get rich steady. Yeah. <laughs> Not quick. Um, so what do you do uh, to initiate some protective action if you see this going on? Well, certainly with the cognitive abilities, you want to immediately engage a family doctor and say, I'm concerned about mom or dad or Aunt Jane or whoever the case may be, and have a determination made, is there um, a, a diminished cognitive ability? And if there is, uh, that doctor can actually write a letter to that effect, and that could trigger, depending on your wills and estate documents, that could trigger somebody stepping in to be a, uh, a administrator or a, or a fiduciary over the financial decisions because it's not that someone's on the outside trying to abuse the elder. It's the elder could abuse themselves inadvertently because their decision-making is really impaired. Um, beyond that, I would say you want to, um, certainly with any of these um, financial exploitation items, uh, you, you want to engage maybe a trusted family member to talk to and you know collaborate with and say you know what's who, what's mom doing here or, you know what's dad doing here. Um, you may need to engage legal counsel because now it's now something may need to legally change, especially if somebody is creating an unexpected change to beneficiaries and trustees and power of attorney. Those are legal documents. And if you're going to correct that, you're going to have to get a lawyer involved. Mm -hmm. um, and um, then I would say you also may want to engage the, the financial advisor if there is such a person in the relationship um, and put them on alert. You know, something's not right with mom or dad and we're having this checked out. So um, be aware they ask you for something different and unusual and we'll get back to you as soon as we get some answers. That would always be a wise thing to do as well. And, uh, you know, not to cut you off, but I feel like a lot of things are happening through the internet now. I'm going to go with email, right? Mm -hmm. They get an email address and all of a sudden there's some email from social security, money, something, something with the IRS. No, that would be a scam. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Amazon, QuickBooks. If you didn't purchase this item from X amount for $1,000, please call this number. Scam. Mm -hmm. Like these are the emails though that they're really targeting and people are like, what? I didn't buy that. And then you call the number and then all of a sudden they have your information. Right. Do not give your information over the phone to anybody. Yes. Well, that's a whole nother avenue, the technological um, um, hacking and scamming. 
Yeah, that's that's a whole other world, it's, if it's you will. It's outrageous, and it just yeah. makes me so nervous. And, and you that's don't not limited. Want to get caught, and that's not limited to elders either. It's of course, that bad. one everybody can be vulnerable to. It's not, but I agree with the whole bank accounts and the money and the POA. All of a sudden, different names on everything. Mm-hmm. It, it happens. I hear it all the time, mm-hmm. and it is frightening. And it often is another family member. Family is a blessed and cursed thing, and sometimes. There are ill feelings and, and, and rivalries, and um, it's you have to be very careful. So don't presume it's going to be some stranger. Right. It could be a family member. Right, right. So we've got three minutes left in the program um, before I do my words of wisdom at the end. But I wanted to you know, have you kind of recap. What do you think the most in- important takeaways for the listeners uh, from everything you said today? Um you know, you hear this term a lot, a holistic approach to um, family financial management, and that's what I think is the takeaway, and you hear about holistic. Holistic just means it is more than just someone looking at your investment portfolio. That's just one piece of your life. You've got insurance issues. Uh, you've got health issues. Uh, you've got estate issues. Uh, there's just a variety of aspects, and you really have to look at the whole picture. And so I think that's really the, where sometimes in the planning, where people get in trouble, the planning is way too narrow. If you're not looking at the entire picture, you, you're not going to come up with the right plan. And so what we say is that you've got to plan well. That is absolutely number one. And to plan well, it must be holistic. Um, and think about this. If you don't know where you're going, how do you know that you've gotten there? <laughs> I mean, it's it's just so obvious. Uh, I would say then the next part is invest well. Something Now you have to take actions to implement the plan. That might be insurance that we talked about. It might be uh, investment strategies, okay? Uh, it, it might be estate documents, whatever the case may be. But invest well, for sure, is the next part to fulfill that plan. Because remember... You're going to have an investment to get you to a target rate of return that your plan identified. And then finally, it's called live well. If you've done those two, guess what? Living well, that's your true benchmark. Forget all this benchmarking that you hear about. and Oh, I beat the S&P or I did this. The only benchmark that counts is you getting where you need to be at a certain stage of life. And if you've done that, you've won. Exactly. And I think you, you make a great point. We need to... Think about what where we are and what we need, and stop the comparing to somebody else thing, right? Because it's the, what's important is are you living you out your years the way you had intended? Mm-hmm. And if it comes down to it, and you wish you would have done something different, then tell your kids, hey, don't do what I did. <laughs> This is the opportunity. So you can reach Jim Peters at RPG Asset Management. Again, his phone number one eight six six. Seven two six five one five zero. He has a local office based in Metro Detroit and uh, definitely a wealth of knowledge. Thank you for being with us, Jim. We appreciate you. Our pleasure. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Be back in just a moment for words of wisdom from Wendy. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our last segment today. 
And as you all know, we're starting a couple new things in this new year, one of which are the words of wisdom from Wendy. So this, at the end of every radio program, you have the opportunity to just learn about a new topic, just hear me talking for, you know, 10 minutes about something that's either happening in the industry, near and dear to my heart, maybe it's a story, but I feel like we get so many calls into this office and there's so many situations that I want to share with people that this is a great opportunity um, that God's given me to get that information into your hands. So what I wanted to start with first is, you know, Jim was with us today and talked about, you know, the financial side of things. So what I'd love to do now is talk about because 70% of the people who age need some sort of care in their lives. So we're going to talk about what happens when you get to that point where you need care uh, and what, what to look for and how to know. Okay. And then we're going to talk about the hospital process when you do end up going to the hospital. So when you get to a point, and I have a family right now, this is exactly what's happening. Dad is 85. Mom is 87. Mom has dementia. She can't get around anymore without help. She literally is, is trying to leave. She doesn't know who, what she's talking about. It's, it's advanced stage dementia. And dad continues to care, continues to care, continues to care for her. And I want everyone to know this, this is so important. As amazing and noble as that is, and I love that they're doing, that he's doing that. But this is what's important for you to know. 65% of caregivers, so the person who's caring for the person, pass away before the person who they're caring for. That is a very important statistic because we think we're doing good by helping them. And what ends up happening is there's so much stress on ourselves that the caregiver ends up going before the one they're caring for. And I could tell you this has happened hundreds of times in situations. So families, the reason I'm telling you this is not to scare you, but to give you the information. This is a proven statistic. And if you're in this situation, when mom or dad is caring for the other one, I need you to show up. I need you to be there. I need you to bring meals. I need you to help them. I need you to do everything you can to support that caregiver. Because the last thing, and this is what you need to think in your head, if dad passes before mom, you've got a way bigger problem on your hand. So please take care of dad, right? So this is just a story, but I want you to understand how serious it is. Now, if there is no way that they're going to leave their home, then you call us, 248-651-5010, answered 24-7. And what that will do is we will help get you a good home care company. We vet every company we work with. We know them well. You tell us where you live, and we know who's there. So it'll save you probably hours on the phone trying to figure this out. You make one phone call, and we will help walk you through that process. But it is so much easier to have introduce somebody into that family to help them sooner rather than later. Because guess what? No, I don't want anybody walking into my house, right? That's what you're going to hear. But if it's um, a housekeeper or somebody who's just coming on a weekly basis, a couple days a week to do stuff for them, then how much easier is it to say, oh, what if we use this sweet lady who's been coming to clean and help you out? Because they do clean too, these caregivers. You can pay the company. And then now they're helping you in and out of the shower and doing things like that because they're comfortable. Very, very good thing to do in advance. Now, 
If mom or dad goes to the hospital, this is critically important for you to understand. The winter months are very, very high hospital utilization months, especially for seniors. In fact, I can almost guarantee a lot of the hospitals are filled in January and February. And here's why. Slip and falls, people are shoveling and they shouldn't be. Please, please do not let your dads do the snow outside hire a service, whatever it is you got to do, it is not worth having a heart attack. I don't even know what the percentage is, but it's high on these seniors who just are demanding to do this and it's not worth the price that they're paying. So hospital uh, utilization is very high right now. So this is what I want you to know. Your loved one goes into the hospital. Number one, Medicare will step in and cover the hospital stay only if they are admitted to the hospital. Now, what you asked me, what does admitted mean? Admitted mean means they have a medically necessary diagnosis to keep them in the hospital. And there is a huge percent, like 20% that never truly get admitted. They go to the emergency room, but they're in observation. So it is really important that you, family members, find out if your loved one is in observation or if they are admitted to the hospital. And and why? Because this is all about this is all about who's paying the bill. You need to know if Medicare is going to cover that stay or not. And if they're admitted, they need to be there 72 hours or 3 days in order for them to now go to rehab and have that stay covered by Medicare. So we've pl- we've paid into Medicare all these years of our lives, right? So we might as well take advantage of it. We want Medicare to start covering these costs. And I hope everyone over 65, if you don't have a full-time job with insurance, is on Medicare. Very important. So now you're in the hospital. You're admitted, let's say, which means you're there for three days. After the three days, that 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 hospital social worker or care manager, and you got to find out who that is, they have one job, and it's to make sure that you are discharged with a safe discharge. They call it a safe discharge. They cannot legally discharge you from the hospital without it being a safe discharge. Now, I'm going to tell you what a safe discharge is. If they say, uh, we're going to send your mom home. Let's say your mom had a heart attack and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to send her home on Friday. And you're like, well, nobody's with her. Nobody lives there. And they're like, oh, okay, well, you can. We're going to send her home. That means you need to, you need to help her. If you say yes, okay, guess what? Your mom's going home and you're going to be moving in with her to care for her because that's what a safe discharge is. And if you say, oh, no, 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 I don't live with mom. I live in Chicago. I can't help mom. Then they'll be like, oh, well, then we got to come up with another safe discharge. So maybe we can send her to rehab or maybe we can send her to a community. Let's call next steps for seniors, whatever that next step is. And that's when we step in as well, my company, because if you don't know where you're going to go when you're discharged, that's another time that you could call us and we would say, hey, let me help you find a place that you can be. If all your kids are out of state, you can't go home alone. That's where we step in. But this is important to know. Rehab is covered under Medicare, but you have to qualify. So when you're in that hospital and in three days they say, okay, we're going to discharge you. The first question you're going to ask is, well, can I? am I qualified for rehab? So if you go to rehab 20 days are covered 100%, only 20 days, but you could have up to 100 days, but you're paying a copay for the rest of them, about 140 bucks a day copay. So if you don't have 140 bucks a day, you don't want to stay the full 100 unless you have 
an insurance plan like a Medigap supplement or a Blue Cross Blue Shield secondary plan. So this is the stuff you need to know because you do not want to be stuck there for 100 days and then get a bill and be like, I thought this was all covered under Medicare. (laughs) So these are, this is why I wanted to do the words of wisdom because I, I can't even tell you how many people have gotten a bill from a hospital stay. And they're like, but I was in a gown. I was in the room. I was getting my meals delivered. But guess what? They were in observation. They were not admitted. So I am just telling you, these are the steps that we need to be aware of. First step, admitted or observation. And if you're in observation, you should probably call us right away because they're going to probably not even keep you there 24 hours. You're already going to be discharged. So good news and bad news. Good news, you don't have a medically necessary reason to stay in the hospital. Bad news is if you can't walk, that's not a diagnosis. I had a guy that actually fell in the parking lot a few winters ago, had spinal stenosis, so he did something and couldn't walk anymore. And they wanted to kick him out of the hospital the next day. Because he was in observation, he was not admitted because not walking is not a diagnosis. So this is really, really, really important. So all of this to say, the process is not impossible. You just need to be educated on it. And this is why we're here. Next Steps for Seniors is here for you. So feel free to call us. Feel free to ask us questions. Our services are free of charge honestly. So why wouldn't you pick up the phone and ask? Again, our number 248-651-5010. And at the end of every radio program, you will have the words of wisdom. So please continue to tune in through the entire program and know that we are here for you. You can also like us on Facebook, Next Steps Number 4 Seniors. We have a foundation that is a 501c3. Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. So you can also follow us on that Facebook page as well. We care about you truly, and we want what's best for you, and we want you to live out your years with dignity and grace. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. The preceding program was sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.